Welcome to the South Road, boys. Hey, mate. <laughs> You're doing a really normal opening again. You did this last week. Welcome to the South Road, boy. That's the shit I'm after. That's the shit. That's better. <laughs> you know, it's winter, so I kind of get a little oh, bit, you know. You're hibernating. Yeah, you know, just, you know, nestling and nuzzling yeah, we, in. They call it the hypercast. The hypercast. Yeah, it's when you podcast in winter. Yes. But you do it a little bit more snug and a bit more somber. I like that. Hypercast. Does it take three times as long? Like you go and do it for three months? <laughs> no, it doesn't. <laughs> like you're hibernating? You're hypercasting? Speaking of, actually, that's a perfect opening. I don't think I've ever segued into a story so well through something so random. Thank you. <laughs> there was a story last week. Yes. About a guy, I'm pretty positive he was Russian. Yes. Who they've apparently survived a month in a bear cave. Oh, you read about oh this? fuck. It was his name, so, Vlad. And he, Vladimir Putin. Isn't everyone named Vlad? Oh, you'd have to. No, Victor. Yeah. Victor, you're very unattractive, Do you man. That, like, you'd, you'd have the old guys in the street. Yes. And the young guys would be like kicking that. Wouldn't be a football. It'd probably be a. I yeah, know, someone's, someone's head. It's Russia. Oh, kicking yeah. someone's head. Yes. Mummified head. Yes. And then he goes near the old guy and they say, Oh, you're a good Vlad. You're a good Vlad. <laughs> Move on. <laughs> Move on. Yeah. Anyway, so Vlad. Yes. Uh, survived a month after being attacked by a bear. This is what was reported last Fuck, week. That's a hardcore month. Russian. I don't know if it was a black or brown bear. I can tell you what, it wasn't a fucking panda. That's <laughs> 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 a black or brown bear. Yes. Uh, broke his spine. Oh, shit. So he couldn't get away. Dragged him in the cave and this guy survived. <gasps> like, sort of like that whole scene in... Um, in Star Wars, where Luke's getting dragged by that beast. That's a beautiful one. Yeah, when they're on Hoth. Yeah, we're on the planet yeah. Hoth, and he's mm. had to cup open the, the. Is it the Jawa? No. Uh, no, it's not a Jawa. It's a. Uh, no, I can't remember. Oh, fuck. Mm. All but our it, yeah. South Roadies are just yeah. going, fuck. It's a, Be better. Damn it, I don't know. Be better. It's a weird creature, anyway. Tonton. Tonton, thank you. Bang. Yeah, well done. <laughs> Thank well you very much. Five points for Jane May. They're in the Star Wars trivia quiz of this episode. All right. So, old mate. Yes. Dragged in the cave. Yes. Broken spine. Yes. Not doing real well. Got no. a really unhappy bear. Bear's a bit crabby. Oh, bear's probably feeling a little bit better for itself. It's got a meal. True. This is, this is true. It's got a takeaway. <laughs> so, apparently, bears are very good at preserving their food. So, they won't eat their food straight away. They'll keep their food over a long period of time. Obviously, Put it in the fridge. Well, it's like having it in the fridge. Yeah, yeah it's you go there for later in winter. Yeah, it's like um, leftovers. Yeah, <laughs> always yeah. taste better the next day. Yeah, so Vlad was leftovers. Yep. So Vlad's there, broken back, leftover Vlad, um, <laughs> leftover Vlad, <laughs> broken back. Yes, he's in the cave. Uh, Bear Ops isn't eating him yet. He's saving him. So Vlad, <laughs> well, Vlad's not going anywhere. You know, Vlad survives. Tell me, drinking his own urine. Oh, he's bare Vlad Grills. Yep, he's <laughs> bare Vlad Grills. <laughs> this guy, when they discover him, mm. his body has lost so much weight, he's, he's covered with all decay and everything. He actually got oh. found, he got rescued, survived after having a month in this cave. The bear hadn't decided to eat him after that time. No, amazing, isn't it? Knew that he was alive, because the bear, no, you know, give him a sniff, give him a poke, would know that he was alive. We'd occasionally hear the... This is not how I want to do die, sort of thing. <laughs> Vlad's a Dracula now, yeah. obviously. Vlad the Impaler. <laughs> oh, come on. That's the whole origin story. I tell you what, if it was a panda, there'd be no impaling because pandas won't fuck anything. No, we know not that. One thing. <laughs> Vlad would have been fine. So it was an amazing story. And it came out, hit social media, it went crazy, all that. 
And someone just happened to be wandering through the Russian wilderness. Well, they didn't say how he got found. It was just a case of he's been recovered and this has happened. It's a phenomenal story and of survival. Did he recover from his injuries? Well, here's the, the next story. Oh, shit, there's more. First story was apparently bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Old mate. Yes. Actually, was in hospital the whole time. And the reason why he looked like he did yeah. is he's actually got a terrible, ridiculously unbelievable case of psoriasis. Oh, shit. And it's actually decaying, like basically eating away Flesh at his eating skin. virus. Um, and I don't know. Somehow this story got out. I'm assuming he's fabricated the story. He's catfished everyone. He knows has done it. And he's catfished, yeah. Fuck. So it was all a bit of, bit of lies, a bit of hokey pokey stuff. Oh, Vlad Putin's going to be but hooting off. What a story. A bear attacks me, breaks my spine, drags me to his cave. Doesn't fuck me. That's handy. Yeah. Doesn't eat me either. I survive on my own urine until I'm rescued a month later. Yeah, but the, the, I look like I'm mummified. But yeah. you know what? Doesn't matter because I'm a survivor. I'm a survivor. I'm a. But the story is though. So here's the, here's dun, like dun, dun, dun. <laughs> rising <Yeah>. up <laughs> straight from the bed. <laughs> um, no, but right, okay. Broke my spine. Wasn't a panda. <laughs> <laughs> do, do, do. Um. The only way, and once again, South Road Boys worth of research. My understanding, and I think you've given me this information. Oh, it's I think probably not true is, then. I think this has come from your knowledge bank. Wow. You can only drink, only eat, yeah. Oh, only drink yes. your urine once. Yeah, apparently that's before true. Before it becomes toxic. I don't know where I received that information, but I love it. I use it as fact. <laughs> <laughs> and if you say it with authority... People believe that well, shit. Well, you've believed it to a point where you've repeated it at least. Correct, as fact. There you go. And if I wasn't sitting with you, that wouldn't have jogged my memory that you were the one that told me. Exactly. And now the roadies are listening, so they're going to go and say, you know what I heard? No, do you know what I know? Oh, do you know what I know? Yeah. Because we're a reliable source. Well, no, they won't. They, they'll be like me. They won't really probably recall their source. And I wouldn't call we sauce, but you know, so in some countries it's a sauce. It's more of a bisque. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they'll get there and they'll be in a conversation somewhere. Oh yeah, if you get glossed in the, in the wherever, you can drink your own wee, and that roadie will go, yeah, but you can only do it once. Only do it once, exactly. And the person will go, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Otherwise, it becomes toxic. You and know, the what person it- will go, oh shit, didn't know that. You know, it isn't a reliable source. KFC. Really? You know this because you always check to see if you've got the source in the bag because they forget all the time. Often and frequently. And it's not just limited to the Colonel. Mickey D's are also... Really? You're going to throw McDonald's into it too? Quite unreliable to the point where I ask when they hand me the bag, barbecue sauce in there, and you'll get the person go, yeah, or, oh, hang on, yes, yes it is. Probably depends on whether they bag the meal. A That's little bit true. like that bear. That bear didn't <laughs> bag, bag the, the meal. meal. But uh, I just love it how social media mm. can grab hold of something and without any factual basis to back it up, run it out everywhere into every corner of the world, and it's a miraculous story of survival it, until two days later when it's freaking bullshit. Yeah, because Bear Grylls was called yeah. in and said, by the way, did you know you can only drink your urine once? Yeah. And they'll go, how do you know that? I heard it on the South Road Boys. And they're suddenly going, wait a minute then. <laughs> Vlad's obviously full of it. Yeah, full well, not, not full, full of it. his own urine. Exactly. <laughs> Catfished. You know what? Uh, 
uh, I don't think I brought this one up before, but uh, Tiana, who I work with. Yes. Tiana's amazing. Uh, she brought up a new term called hat-fished. Have I brought this one up Hack-fished. before? Hat-fished. Hat-fished. Oh, hat, H-A-T, yeah. fished. So, where, where you, go so you, explain, you know the term of catfished. Yes, where you pretend to be something mm. that you're not to be able to elicit a relationship or finances out of somebody else. Oh, wow. That was beautifully said. Thank I wouldn't have said much. it was such eloquentness. And conviction. <laughs> oh, you did too. Yeah. Uh, well, hat-fished yes. right, is when you go out... And all the all the boys wear caps now, like it's oh, a thing, right? So it's not like you would go to the pub and say, "Yeah, I I got three out in a row in cricket." No, no, it's <laughs> on a hat trick. Fish. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, all the boys wear caps. It's a cool thing to do now. Fucking, they were doing that in the nineties. They were, but it's apparently it's now. Yep. You know? Okay. Yeah. Uh, so if you get hat fished, yes, it's when you take the boy home, yes, and then you wake him in the morning and realise they don't actually have any hair. Oh, shit. They're hiding the bald. It's the push-up bra for men. Exactly. <laughs> exactly right. Because they get to the point where everyone's a little bit pissy, a bit drunk, everyone's happy. You forget the small details. It's like for guys, you forget that they're actually a person, not just boobs. Um, really? And then is that suddenly, <laughs> the next day, or later on that night, whenever it is, you suddenly realise that, wait a minute, what's not under there that should be under there? Oh, so it's – but are they having relations, Joe Cocker style? You yeah, can leave it. your hat on. Maybe. Bum, 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 you never know. Bum, Take advantage bum. of whatever situation. If it's part of the uniform, part of the decor. Yeah, but like that said, one would imagine, one would imagine it shouldn't make that much difference. What, whether you got hair or not or whether you leave your hat on or not? If someone's leaving their hat on during sexy time – I think there's other questions you've got to ask yourself. What's worse, leaving your hat on or leaving your socks on? Socks. Jeez, you jumped <laughs> you into that one quick, didn't you? Socks in bed are wrong. But how many men have you slept with that are wearing a hat? That all, are wearing a hat? All up? <laughs> yeah? None. Okay, right. But that is the same amount of men that I've slept with who are wearing socks. Okay, right. Eh? <laughs> so just putting that in perspective It's narrowing well. it down. Mm. Yeah. That said, here we go. He's he's confessions of a podcaster. Oh, I have had more relations wearing socks than I have wearing hats. Wow, <laughs> you heard it here first, Radies. Hot off the press. What about you? Hats or socks? Or are you a bit of beanie on and beanie on? <laughs> That doesn't count as a hat, though. That's it's more a coverall. Yeah, um. it's, a, it's, a, it's Dexter style. It's a crime scene protection. Um, not really a fan of either. No, it feels weird to be necky mm. wearing your socks. It's it just, just wrong. If you've gone to all the trouble of removing every other article of clothing, but you want and to done keep- it sexy wise too. Like, we're not oh. mucking around. Like, the, there's a tune going in your head. You're, you're doing it nicely. Yeah. You're not just ripping it off. You're not doing the one-handed Blossom gene undo. sugar on me. <laughs> you know, I mean, there's nothing better than uh, meeting meeting someone out in the town. Yep. And most guys wear jeans. That's a, that's or, a high percentage. Or jorts. <laughs> jorts. If you happen to be so, me. And then you end up back at someone's house. Yep. And you're trying to keep it sexy. Mm. You're trying to keep it smooth. So you put on a bit of warrant. <laughs> no, but She's you, my you end up to the to the the room with the bed. Oh, the boudoir. Things are getting real. You know, it's yep. about to happen. Mm-hmm. It's about to go down. 
Hopefully. And then you're trying <laughs> to keep that smooth, sexy thing going on. Yes. And it's really hard to take jeans off and look like you know what you're doing, <laughs> especially when you've been drinking. When you've had a couple. And most jeans as well, they don't just slide off like a pair of track pants. It's not like the 90s where it was baggy. Exactly. So <laughs> top tip, folks. If you can, if you can actually do that without falling over, yep, five points to you. Yeah, but if you go into all the trouble to slip off your skinny jeans because you're trying to be hip to the groove, mm. take the extra three seconds, whip off the sh- socks. Come on. The one good thing about if you're a skinny jeans wearer, mm. if you're wearing socks, they're probably only real small ones. They're the hidden socks. I don't probably think they're even doing it. I don't think sock they're doing free. It. Sock free. Nah. I reckon the skinny jean wearers. Where they don't even go to the ankle. Skinny yeah. jeans, not to the ankles, and they're wearing their Vans, Sands, socks. Wow. You can tell it's not Europe. Because mm. in Europe, they love to suck of the feet. Oh, and, and it's I, the final countdown. And I don't reckon, <laughs> if you've been out all night, you know, with your Vans on, no Ooh. socks. Canvas shoes aren't known for their breathability. <laughs> There's some really weird stuff happening between those toe lines. Yeah, I don't find toe jam enticing. Mm. Or something I'd want mm. on my toast. Really? Yeah, true okay, story. Okay. Um, yeah, but I like <laughs> hatfished. Hatfished. But I liked it. I, I it do. Cool. I get it. But if it, Tiana was it? Yeah. If she's making decisions on whether or not she's taking a gentleman caller home, oh, look, it might not have been based on their headwear. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe she may might need to reassess. What, what's important? Maybe, finally, yes, women are starting to understand what it's like to be a guy. Are they? Because, are they drawing? because <laughs> makeup, makeup hides an entire face. Accentuates, hides an entire face. Well, if they put it on with a spack filler and a trowel, maybe some just out of control. But then they're the, they're the ones that you go. You know what? I can see that you have no pores in your skin, which means you've probably put the makeup on a bit thick, and that's maybe not for me. Yeah, I know. And chisel and then colour said you're is also, not... You know, you're pushing up the boobies to get a bit more going on there. Nothing wrong with that's that. An, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. I'm mm. saying that by the time you take everything away, they end up looking like us. <laughs> Normal. Without the beard. <laughs> Without the beard. Maybe. <laughs> but if you're... And what's that with eyebrows these days? Are we even going to go there? No. Eyebrows. They are insane, Joe Mather. <laughs> well, unless, of course, you mean you've got the old John Howard's going yeah, on. Yeah, no, but you see, if you're a woman... Yes. And I'm glad you're not. <laughs> Me too. Jesus. Um, you'd be cutting those things at a right angle in the middle, mm. like a slide line. Mm. <laughs> they yes. would be twice the width, mm. and they'll be drawn on like fucking Picasso did something wrong. I don't understand the ones who do... Pluck to buggery, I believe is the technical pluck term. Pluck to buggery. Pluck um, to buggery. Hashtag pluck to buggery. Um, the eyebrows, and then go to all the trouble to pencil them back on. Like, why would you just not pluck to buggery? Or tattoo them on. Fuck, that's commitment. That gets done too. Especially if you, you've got a tattoo artist who's like, you know, first day on the job. Oh, shit, sorry, you look surprised for the next 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> and look, I know there are people out there that it's an entire industry. This is their job. Eyebrow tattoos. No, no, eyebrows. This is their job. They live yes. to make amazing eyebrows. And there are some spectacular eyebrows out eyebrow there. Eyebrow artists. I've seen the one, but and I don't understand how it works. I, this, for me, this is sorcery and magic. Sorcery and magic. I People love it. from the Southeast Asia and also the subcontinent who do eyebrow 
threading where they have three pieces of string, one in each hand and one in their mouth, and they do this jiggy, jiggy, jiggy thing across the freaking eyebrow, and it, I don't know how it gets rid of it. I have seen that. I don't even know how that works. I just jumped onto uh, Bing. Oh, shit. We haven't used Bing for a while. Bing! Bing goes way back to our very first episodes. As it should. They didn't come on board as a sponsor they like we hoped. didn't. But anyway, I just put in that bad brows. Oh, shit, son. <laughs> all, I, all I say is, Rhodes, just put in bad brows into your phone or into whatever you've got in front of you. Your search engine of choice. And wow. Wow. That's, um, yeah, I can't look at that anymore. That's Hatfish, though. Hatfish. Oh, fair enough. You know, well, some of us are follically challenged. True. Some of us are not. And it shouldn't make a difference. It shouldn't. You know what? When you start hiding the truth, something going on. The truth is out there, though. It is. And maybe, young ladies or young men, if you are taking home a person wearing a hat, one, assess your life choices. (laughs) (laughs) Well, no, raise dad. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. If they're wearing a snappy bowler, why not? I like that. Have you ever... Yes. In this day and age, seen someone out on the town wearing a bowler. No, well, not a, not that. Some not of our listeners right now are probably going, "What the fuck's, fuck's a, a bowler?" bowler? <laughs> no, okay. What's, it's a really bad blood disease. <laughs> 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 but okay, so I'm going to defend hat wearers, right? Oh, righto, okay. And I'm going to defend hat wearers because settling readers, 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 is this being transcribed somewhere? <laughs> It's because I was reading what was on the screen. My brain's now talking. That's never a good thing. Your brain's talking. (laughs) No one Um, needs that. So, mid-90s, I had moved from the subtropical island paradise that is Tasmania to the mainland, as they refer to it, Melbourne or Melbourne. And I decided that I wanted to be a cool motherfucker. Now- my unfortunate... Because that's a decision you can make. Well, exactly. Like, I think some people are just born with it. It's just like Maybelline. Yeah, maybe it's natural. Yeah. Maybe she's born with it. I don't know whether you can just decide to be a cool motherfucker, but look, kudos to you. I thought I was. And you know what? I wasn't I hurting anybody else, so it didn't matter. So I decided one of my fashion goals was to bring back hats. I quite liked, because I'm just fucking old at heart. I quite like the show set post-war in Australia called The Sullivans. <laughs> Jesus, fuck. Now, Rodies, if any the of you Sullivans. out there can remember The Sullivans, you are old. Like, if you can remember The Sullivans, you are old. If you can remember the time when The Sullivans was set, that's even older. For those people who are under 50 or 60. 76 to 83. Was oh, it's not as bad as I thought, really. Yeah. Um, it was a show. It was <laughs> sorry, I just suddenly realised you could get Donald and Keeper and have a show called The Sullivans. <laughs> It'd be a fantastic show. It would. For those people who don't know, The Sullivans was set in Australia. I think in the fifties. It was post. No, it was even the forties because I think it was during the war because some of them went off to war, and it was basically a. Oh, it was the neighbours of the day, really? It yeah, it was, was. It was a huge. Yeah, so. but it was just a it was just a serial, and it was a bit it was a drama. Yep, um, covers the period from first September nineteen thirty nine to twenty second August nineteen forty eight. There you go, mm. during and post war, 
Anyway, a lot of the fashion choices they made back then were period, where men wore suits with hats. And I thought that was a smashing look. I thought that was brilliant. And it I is was, very smart. I'll give it that. And Yeah, exactly. And I thought, mm. being in the mid-90s, why not bring it back? Why not bring that look back? So mm. I saved up all my pennies, shillings and farthings, <laughs> and there's a hattery. Now, not many people go to a hattery. Is this a place uh, near Flinders Street Station? Underneath Flinders Street Station. I have seen it. Haven't walked in there. No one generally mm. does. But I encourage you, roadies, just to see a place that goes back in time. This is a place that makes hats generally just for men. They make men's hats. Um, big around Melbourne Cup time. And oh, fucking right there. And mine is a rabbit's fur, rabbit skin, um, a cobra. I'm going to say I'm starting to picture Davy Crockett or something. No, and it's <laughs> like it's a, not quite a possum fur hat with <laughs> no. a tail down the back of your neck. So it's <laughs> it's not fedorable. It's not a fedora, but it is very much the Sullivan style. And I wore that with my suit, and I just thought I was just. So I get why people want to wear hats. So I was wearing hats back then, and if someone had to pick me up, you know, I mean, they wouldn't have been disappointed because I have lovely locks of hair. But it was very ginger under that hat, <laughs> and very curly. And none of that's pleasant. So. You wouldn't really no. wear that very often, would you? <laughs> no. I, I, wore it, I wore it all the time and I thought I was so cool. I even got the suspenders. Of you were. I even got the suspenders to go underneath yeah, the suit. Bringing it back. And people used to look at me like I was a fucking freak. Matt, I go around wearing a cap backwards, mm. thinking of an ombre, bringing that back. Because <laughs> that's, that's only- got nothing on what you do. Yeah, you're bringing back the 90s, I'm bringing <laughs> back the 50s. Actually, I'm bringing back the 40s. Yeah, you're going way back in decades. But no, people now do it. You look at fucking, there's cool people who do it. <laughs> True. Um, like Pharrell, what's his name? Yes, Pharrell is very big on it. Yeah, and mm. he's he rocks it. True, but, but he sure. was also very famous beforehand. And he's a cool motherfucker. Yeah. Like, you look at him. He didn't, even, he didn't think, you know what? I'm going to try and be cool. No. <laughs> you know? Dupe was already there. Somebody just gave him a hat. So hey. that'll look really cool on a cool person. So he's made the hat cool, not the hat's made him yeah, cool. Yeah, I think that's what it is. And I think that's my, uh, that's yeah. my, un, that's my undoing. Mm. Fuck. Oh, well. Back to the bum bag. Yeah. Sullivan's <laughs> actually a little bit of Sullivan's fact. Oh, I love um, Sullivan's facts. was incredibly popular in the UK, Ireland, Netherlands, Gibraltar. Can't, I cannot talk Gibraltar? About. Gibraltar. Greece. Yasude. And New Zealand. Oh, bro. Mm. From the neighbours across the Dutch. Yeah. Um, Good old Sullivan. Fuck the Sullivan's. What a Get blast from the past. Isn't it just? Mm. That's where my TV memories go back to. <laughs> <laughs> the mid to late 70s, based on TV shows in the mid to late 30s and 40s. Oh, next thing we'll be really modernising and talking about country practice. Oh, <laughs> ACA. With, um, oh, what was, what's when, Mo- if you are an Australian and you did not remember a country practice, if you remember a country practice, <laughs> so the first thing you're probably going to remember is when Molly died. Yes, when the screen goes black. Oh, spoilers. spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> From 1983. <laughs> well, I, I, I killed it with Molly dies. So anyway, she True. does. Oh, you killed it with, with Molly, Molly dies. Yeah. Anyway, wow. now, backing back just a little bit. Beep. 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 You mentioned KF Bangers or KFC. Mm. Did you know, are you familiar with the culinary uh, pursuit of excellence where restaurants internationally are awarded a Michelin star? As this 
a KFC thing or a restaurant thing? No, it's a. I have a story about KFC, mm-hmm. but I'm predicating it with a question about do you know about... It's got nothing to do with KFC initially. Initially, no. Right. Uh, no. Okay. Well, so, <laughs> you can tell that we talk before we do this. We really should call each other during mm. the week. Anyway, so there's an international thing where restaurants are assessed by a, I don't know, a dark witch's coven or whatever, and they are awarded stars, three okay. being the best, one being still fucking good, and then you don't have a star, which is pretty much everybody else. And it's called a Michelin star. Um, and to get a Michelin star is really, really hard. So people You've got like, really good ties. Fucking nice. Yeah. So people like Jamie Oliver and stuff like that all strive for their Michelin stars. To get three Michelin stars is, oh, my giddy aunt. Do you know what happened with him, though? You know how he got it? Tell me. Well, he's basically done all the work. And said, yes. You're not going to get it. No. He said, well, what can I do? I said, well, you could get naked. Oh, the naked chef. And then the naked chef came from that. And then... He got one star. Took over. Yeah. In Australia... True story. I have no facts on this show. Yeah. So in Australia, we have hatted restaurants. One, two, and three hats. And I think they're awarded by the Good Food Guide or something like that. And they rank them. Now, I've had the pleasure of eating at a three-hatted restaurant. I once took my mother for a lunch. Did you get hat-fished? I did not get hat-fished. Okay. Fuck, that would have been funny, wouldn't it, though? <laughs> <laughs> this guy, Jacques Ramon, walks out wearing a chef's hat. Hey, I'm bald. Um, anyway, no, it was Jacques Ramon's in um, Melbourne, and it was, without a doubt, one of the most exquisite meals I've ever had. Um, well deserved. Did you cap it off with dessert? We did, of macaroons. Mm. Anyway, so Michelin... Is not really in Australia. I don't think there's any Michelin-starred restaurants in Australia. I think they're all hatted restaurants. Could be wrong. South Road Boys worth of research. But there is a guy who owns a KFC in Alice Springs who is lobbying on the internet mm-hmm. to get a Michelin star. At a KFC restaurant. At a KFC restaurant. Which I don't even think should be called a restaurant. Let's be honest. We've had this conversation. We have. And if it's got drive-through, I don't think you could call it a restaurant. Mm -hmm. Anyway, one of the things is, though, um, Sam's his name. Sam runs the Finger Licking Good restaurant in Alice. Um, Good job, Sam. Well done, Sam. Um, South Road boys are behind you. Yeah, so the Michelin Food Guide doesn't actually publish here in Australia. But one of the things that the people at Michelin say will earn you a star is if you need to deliberately go out of your way to have this food, it's desirable. Now, whether or not it's fast food or whatever, Sam's saying, I don't think that should be taken into account. We are 1,200 kilometres, 1,200 kilometres away from the nearest other KFC. We are the most isolated KFC on the planet, right? Okay. People drive hundreds of kilometres just to come and have our KFC. Oh, I see where he's coming from here. Now, technically, people driving 100 kilometres just to have KFC. Not specifically <laughs> because his is so much better. Now, he's he's pumping up the tyres. He's talking it up. He's going, oh, well, you know, we, we crumb our chicken daily and it's all finger-licking good and it's a great recipe, but people are driving hundreds and hundreds of kilometres out of their way to have KFC. Now, as you know, people from Tasmania will import some food groups, specifically donuts, 
of the Krispy Kreme variety. They will. And that's quite a few hundred kilometres. I'm not sure the good people at Krispy Kreme, Fern Tree Gully, are going to be able to <laughs> call the good people at Michelin and say, look, people from Tassie are coming over to the mainland just for Krispy Kremes. But that's his thing. He believes that because of all these people um, are driving so many kilometres out of their way to have KFC, he deserves a Michelin star. I'm not so sure. <laughs> Kudos to him, though. Power to him. Mind yeah. you, Alice is a lovely town. I've been to Alice. Not much going on, if I'm honest, though. It's got KFC. I imagine if it didn't have a KFC. Fuck. Wow. You'd struggle. Um, what else is going on? Well, there's been a lot of GoFundMe stuff going on lately, hasn't there? Hasn't have you, there? Have you followed the GoFundMe stuff? No. So, uh, I don't even know his proper name. It's Israel... Falau. Falau, is it? Israel Falau, uh, rugby player? Yes. yes. Who obviously had his contract uh, torn up. Mm-hmm. Because he, I believe the term has brought the game into disrepute and all the rest of it. He blah blah blah. Allegedly, oh no, I don't think it's even allegedly. He voiced his personal beliefs yes. on social media. Yes, that people took offence to. And some, said, some did. And some said, did. Yeah, some did. Some didn't. Um, and the people at Rugby Australia went, "That's not." What we want of our players representing, so we're going to discontinue. I believe he was also given the opportunity to say, "Okay, sorry, that probably was inappropriate. I'll remove the post." Yes. Instead, said, "No, no, no. this is what I believe in. That's what I believe. I'm leaving it there. I'm leaving look, it there. I have no issue with that at all. Whether you believe in it or not, I have no problem with it. And it's interesting, though. And look, Rodie's fuck. We, I don't want to get." I'm not. I'm getting or, through this to get to something else. Yes, but, yeah, but mm. let's not delve into it too much. But the reality of it is, that was what he believed, and I don't know the exact wording. But my understanding is, people who didn't have a similar belief would just think he was just an idiot. Yeah, I mean, one of the things basically, uh, homosexuals will go to hell. Yes, which you know. based on his belief yeah. and his interpretation of the good book. Yeah, and the problem being the fact that he put homosexuals and murderers in the same basket. I think that's another yes. thing where it just got a little bit blurred in a lot of people's minds. So, Robin Thicke, blurred lines. Uh, yeah, there you go. He's, a, he's another cool guy. <laughs> Fucking, he can wear a hat, can he? <laughs> so. Not like a llama, though. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, llamas with hats. <laughs> if people have not seen llamas with hats, YouTube that. Oh, Carl. So stupid. It's great. So. GoFundMe Israel. GoFundMe Israel. <laughs> this is where we get <laughs> sidetracked so badly. Yeah. So he's done all that, um, lost his contract. He's now taking uh, Rugby Australia to court. For unfair dismissal. Unfair dismissal. This is where I kind of go, you're a fuckwit. Because mm. your contract says you can't do this. Whether they're your personal opinions or not, you sign a contract. It if says, that's what the contract says. You won't voice your personal bad opinions. Bad luck, son. Wait yeah. till you get out of contract. And then you can voice whatever personal opinions you may have. Yeah. And to make it a obviously to keep it in the public eye and make it look as though he's a a legend. Mm. And instead most people just now think he's a complete fucking knob. Um, <laughs> he decided to go thumb me his legal bills. Oh, which apparently shit. he was trying to get three million dollars. Three million. Now I don't know what lawyers he's getting. Good ones. Or what courts he's using. Expensive ones. Fucking $3 million, Joe Mather. That's a bit more than Egg Boy. So, he had nearly a million. <laughs> he only got 100000 for did. his legal fees. He had fees. nearly a million on Shit. GoFundMe raised. Fuck. And which then the uproar is happening. Everyone says, this is not what GoFundMe is for. 
there are kids on here who are dying that need help that aren't getting any money. And this person who could fund his own legal battle and made a decision upon himself yes. to state something that put him in the shit a little bit, mm. um, it's not fair. So GoFundMe uh, took it away because it was actually against their regulations of what you could put GoFundMe on there for. Fair enough. I don't know what those regulations were, but it didn't quite fit the criteria. Yeah, but the people who are giving money doesn't mean they don't care about the little kids. They just mean they care about Israel's legal costs and they wanted to contribute to that. So there was that. So now he's gone over somewhere else and there's some Christian group, I think, that have started a page and they've now got about $2 million. Yep. Which I guess find utterly bizarre. Anyway, Dane Swan. Swanee. Ex-Collingwood footballer (laughs) who loves a dig. What's Swanee done? Swanee decided this week. To start a GoFundMe page. Of course he did. Yeah. Uh, to is that in raise line money. With, is that in line with GoFundMe's <laughs> to raise money, policy? To raise money. Yes. For a bender in Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> so, as Austra- this is what he actually said in a video. Yeah. As Australians, we are born with the right to freedom of expression. Yes. I believe it is my duty as a servant of the sesh. <laughs> the sesh. Now, it's a very Aussie term for us. Yes, a session. session. Yep. Uh, to set the standard on the circuit through Instagram and Snapchat. <laughs> the last three-day bender I had put a strain on me financially. Whilst I can't remember much of it, I was told it was pretty exy. <laughs> so here I am looking to secure $3 million for my upcoming trip to Las Vegas. Fuck. <laughs> How much has he raised? How much has Swanee got? I don't know. And to be honest, I wouldn't be surprised if it's been taken off already. Right. Uh, but just... You know what? Uh, I reckon... funny. I reckon he's... Absolutely, he's funny. popular enough. I reckon he's going to get a couple of people. Go, you know what? I'll kick you a couple of bucks for your bender. <laughs> I believe, um, I believe, some of the way that sports bet were actually associated with it, as well as a sponsor or something. Like, obviously, oh, it's publicity a publicity It's a publicity thing, but it was just funny. I guarantee because he does you, like a good bender. I guarantee you, Swanee is getting a bender out of this somehow. No, no. Uh, this is a man that when he released his book, when he finished playing footy, yes, actually said that, um, like he'd, <laughs> what, he'd, he'd time. have a drink before training. Or yeah. stuff, we'd have a drink that night and they'd have to go and do, obviously, a after-game training and that and a, a cool-down cool session down next session. day. Yep. Um, he would actually put a little bit of vodka in the water bottle oh, to take the eggs off bless. because he was hungover. <laughs> You're not going to get him like that much anymore now. It's no. a bit more of a professional machine. Even he admits that if he was coming through the system now, Probably he would never have a career. Wouldn't get a game. No. There you go. He'd be kicked out. <laughs> oh, fuck. I just thought that was funny. Ah, go fund me. Go fund me. Now, <laughs> I have a public apology to you, my friend. Oh, jeez. This is deep. It is. I have been... Does this deserve some kind of a musical intro? No, not Okay, not right, because it seemed like it was going to be a major deal. No, I'm probably talking it up a lot more than what it really needs to be. Have I been Joe-fished? <laughs> Joe-fished. Yeah. No, I'm the real Joe. Okay, that's, yeah. when, that's when Joe tries to be a different kind of Joe. Yes. To make you like him and podcast with him. And now I find out you're not the man I thought you were, and I've been Joe-fished. I'm a different Joe. Mm. (laughs) Interesting. No, I need to apologise because- Go Joe me, Paige. Go Joe me. (laughs) (laughs) Joe fund me. (laughs) Joe fund me. (laughs) Joe fund me, yes. Joe, 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 Merry Christmas. Um, No, I need to apologise because I have been remiss in my South Road Boise duties. Oh. Normally, normally, usually, I- do a nanosecond of prep. A nanosecond? Yeah, it's probably two nanoseconds, if I'm honest. Right Sometime during the week, 
to try and work out, you know, maybe what's coming up, what's what's on the cards, is there anything that we should be aware of, you know, like fucking the Logies. Yep. I, true. We missed that. We did miss that. We missed Eurovision. Yep. All that kind of stuff. I will say that today mm. is, yes. if she was still alive, Princess Diana's birthday. Who is it now? And I believe she would have been 58 today. I reckon she still would have looked all right. Yeah. And can I just say, this is the first time ever, right? He said, I've got a day in before Joe on a podcast. <laughs> and my apology relates to a day. Oh, no, really? True story. Have you not got a day? I do have a day. And this is, oh, going to say it's the first time I've ever had a day. No, I have a day. That's like being on the same page, but in a different book. <laughs> <laughs> Turn to page 37 of your books. Oh, hang on, this is advanced algebra. <laughs> I've got pet cemetery, pet cemetery by Stephen King. I've got the Bible. Ah. They're not the same. No, but anyway, we won't talk about zombies. So, um, nor if I had have done my nanosecond worth of research yes. last week, which is what I normally do, it I normally, you know, during the editing phase, I'll do a little bit of research once I'm listening to the podcast. And if there's something that's newsworthy or not. Yeah. It shits me that phase is not spelled F-A-Z-E. In America it is. Oh, fuck off, really? No. <laughs> I just made that up. I'm going to say. wouldn't surprise me. Mind you. He spells it with a fucking P-H. Fuck. Why isn't fuck spelled with a P-H? <laughs> 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 anyway, what are you saying? If I had done my research, I would have sent you a message and said to you, Troy, do you know what? next podcast day is going to be. And I would have gone, no, Joe, what is it going to be? Well, what I would have said to you then, Troy, is today, pinch of the punch, first of the month, the 1st of July, is International Joke Day. Didn't we do that last year? No, we did Let's Laugh Day. Okay, right. This is International Joke right, Day. it's a completely different day. A completely yep. different day. And if Same I had book, have done the research, page. I would have sent you a message, you know, midweek and said, oh, it's International Joke Day. How about we do, do some, some jokes? jokes? Yeah, no. Funnier than the ones it. that we come up with on the spot. Fuck, because mm. they're going to be funnier. Um, so, I'm sorry. Huh. And as part of my apology, I have gone to the internet very quickly this evening. Yep. Laugh Lab. Um, in June 2001, a team of British scientists associated uh, British Science Association uh, to carry out a laugh lab, a scientific search for the world's funniest joke. Okay. Okay. Um, and what they did is they basically put jokes on their website and said to people, what do you reckon? Funny or not funny? Blah, blah, blah. So they took a, a bit of a look and um, early findings. Um, one of their jokes from the early findings was Sherlock Holmes and Dr. Watson were going camping. They pitched their tent under the stars and went to sleep. Sometime in the middle of the night, Holmes woke Watson and said, Watson, look up at the stars and tell me what you see. Watson replied, I see millions and millions of stars. Holmes said, and what do you deduce from that? Watson replied, well, if there are millions and millions of stars, and even if a few of those have planets, it's quite likely there are some planets out there like Earth. And if there are a few planets like Earth out there, there might also be life. And Holmes said, You're really getting into this. Watson, you idiot. It means someone stole our tent. <laughs> so anyway, so there was that. But during... It's not bad, actually. It was not bad. Um, and then it, things progressed and things progressed. And they looked at computer jokes. 
And then in January 2002, they started receiving lots of jokes ending with the same punchline. There's a weasel chomping on my privates. <laughs> Unbeknown to them, the people at um, fucking Laugh Lab, uh, an international syndicate of American humorist David Barry had devoted an entire column to the work of Laugh Lab in the local newspaper. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically he said that any sentence could be made funnier by the insertion of the word weasel <laughs> in really? his column. Yeah. Okay. So what happened was they ended up with a joke in America that came down as um, uh, one of the funniest ones as voted by people from the Americas. No one else in the world voted for it. Of course. Because they didn't find it funny, but the Americans did because of this, a weasel chomping at my privates was something they found humorous. So here is the joke that the Americans found funny. At a parade, the colonel noticed something unusual was going on and asked the major, Major, Barry, what the devil's going on with Sergeant Jones's platoon? They seem to be twitching and jumping about. Well, sir, Major Barry, after a moment of observation, there seems to be a weasel chomping on his privates. <laughs> I don't even find that funny. What the hell? Anyway, but after all of that, after all of this, what this Laugh Lab has decided and has voted from all their readers and people who have done it okay. as the funniest joke that they came up with. Righto. You ready for it? Mm-hmm. Two hunters are out in the woods, and one of them collapses. He doesn't seem to be breathing, and his eyes are glazed. And the other guy whips out his phone and calls emergency services. And he gasps, my friend's dead. What can I do? And the operator says, calm down, calm down. I can help you. First, let's make sure he's dead. There was a silence. Then a shot's heard. Back on the phone, the guy says, okay, now what? <laughs> That is pretty funny. I like Apparently that Apparently, that came from a, an old Spike Milligan sort of setup, but it's a similar punchline. Anyway, so there you go, folks. There you go, roadies. My apologies to you, and also, especially to you, Mr. Barnes, I've been remiss in my duties. Wow. We could have filled episodes full of we really could have everybody done. else's jokes. Yeah. yeah nothing original. <laughs> no, nothing original. <laughs> but we never claimed to be. You know, it was funny during the week, though. Tell me. Uh, if anyone watches the World Cup, obviously Aussie are going pretty well at the moment in the World Cup. Yes. Uh, but the game between uh, Sri Lanka and South Africa, mm-hmm. I think it was in about the 46th or 48th over, um, suddenly had an attack of the bees. As in zzzz. Yeah. So this swarm of bees oh, fuck. have actually come through. So for anyone that knows about bees, if a swarm of bees comes through, you hit the deck. Yes. And you basically or just, jump in water. Or jump in water, yeah. So you hit the back uh, deck, um, cover your face, so and try and move your skin out of the way. Yes. And the swarm will basically go over you. Unless, of course, you have to be Australia wearing your one-day international colours of green and gold <laughs> and you look like a fucking wattle flower. <laughs> or you just coincidentally haven't been there eating honey and you're really messy. <laughs> um, not good. But it's so funny, no. man. The um, the photo, I'll show you quickly the photo. All it's got, it looks like everyone's dead. You've just got player, <laughs> players and umpires just laying flat on the field everywhere, and it's like they've just like fallen unconscious or planked. It looks like some sort of flash mob. <laughs> yeah, it, it's just bizarre. Could you imagine, like, you're the guy, and you're going, I'm going to go eat some beers. Do you, do you want anything? And your mate goes, oh, yeah, give me a pie, give me a beer. And yeah. you go, all right, no worries. 
So you're going up there and you're waiting in line and on, you come back. And as you're coming back, you haven't heard the announcement. There's a swarm of bees, you know, fucking everyone hit the deck. And so you're walking back with your two pies and two beers and everyone on the pitch just falls to the ground and you're like, what the deuce? <laughs> the funny part about this for me, though, is mm. number one, old mate comes back and it's like, fucking hell, Larry, what did you do? <laughs> <laughs> but the crowd can't lay flat. No. What do they do? Do they just run? Oh, you can, but you just, you're in pie wrappers and, and old beer. <laughs> oh, wouldn't that be nice? Imagine that lying flat on the deck of the MCG. Oh, yes. Spilt beer. Oh. Mints out of your pie. And people who Half hadn't. Half sauce be- chips. And then those people in Bay 13 who go, oh, fuck, toilet's too far. I just do it here. Dribble one down your leg. Yeah, so no I'd, one's going to notice. No, who would? It'll flow away. Down, 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 yeah. down. Yeah. Down a third but man. Just so funny. The umpire is the one that I love, though, because the umpire um, has his arms next to him. So he's yes. trying to do the salmon, <laughs> <laughs> flopping the body up and down. Oh, it's just, it's hilarious. Love there you it. go. Now, speaking of hilarity, and I did touch on it briefly, last night was Logie Night. Yes, it was. I must admit, I didn't watch the Logies. I haven't watched the Logies for a long time. And Since I don't the 90s. Even, I don't even watch TV other than. Look, I'm a. Even though I'm a man in my forties, mm. I'm very much a, a new age person in regards to tech. Like, oh, you're so hip. I, I don't watch free to wear TV unless it's football. Do you that's think that's going to be the fate? Do you think that's where free to wear is just about to die? That people are going, you know what? I can get what I want when I want. I don't have to have scheduled TV anymore. Because even when I watch free to wear, which is very very rarely, mm. it's always a show that I've want to watch. And it's always pre-recorded. Like yeah, I, okay. I've got a set-top box, um, and that records it. I don't know whether or not you're allowed to do that. Could be illegal. Fuck, don't doubt it. But it's only Very for personal good. use. It's not showing it anywhere. So, you know, get off my dick. Um, <laughs> Australian broadcasting. Yeah, don't get dick fished. Exactly. Mm. Um, so I, I don't even watch scheduled TV unless, of course, it's a sporting event. Because mm. you can't watch it any other time. And you well, don't want to watch it later. You don't want to watch it later. Because you don't know the result. Spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so I reckon it could be dead. Yeah, because I mean, I'm a Netflix man. I watch. I've got Netflix. I've got Stan. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to be someone that download things. I try not to anymore, and I don't do it as much as I used to. Do you need to though? Well, there's some things you can't get, and that pisses me off. Yeah, and that's annoying. And we are, and you could turn around and say, well, you know, you never used to be able to get any of it, but we're in a world now where you can access things straight away. There is the only reason is because someone has got the rights to distribute in North America only and not worldwide. And for whatever reason, the good people at Sony or Disney or Warner Brothers or whatever studio has gone, no, no, these countries can't have that. Mm. Fuck, more to the this... point now, there's going to be, it's going to get to a point soon, I think we discussed this a while back, mm. where there's going to be so many streaming services. Because, mm. I mean, now you've got uh, Netflix in Australia, you've got Stan, um, Disney Plus is coming. There's going yes. to be a DC one as well. Um, I think seven, there's seven plus and ten something and whatever else and blah blah blah. Yeah, those at the moment know. are still free. Are they? Yeah, I think they're the seven. I think seven, nine, and ten. They've got two channels that are additional to that, and I think they're still free. Okay, they're just additional content that they have for free. Right, up. Well, that's not so bad. But it's going to get to a point where you're not going to buy every streaming station. No, or streaming network, um, because you won't be able to afford to. No. So what will happen then, in my opinion, mm. is that you might have your Netflix, you might have your Stan, or you might maybe go your Disney because you're a huge Marvel fan like myself, or you love your Disney cartoons, whatever Or you've got else. kids. <laughs> That's the you got kids. Um, 
But then you're going to then be forced, I believe, to actually go and start downloading things again. No, because the regular person can't afford to pay for ten streaming things a month of fifteen bucks. No, just can't. Not so. You got to make a decision. What do I want? If I can't get that, but I really want to watch that show, and I know there's a way I can get it, even though it's mm. naughty. Um, I'll go and get it. Mind you, Disney is taking over the world, so it won't be long before the Disney Channel will have everything. They'll probably buy Netflix. They just probably it wouldn't <laughs> surprise me. There'll be one station worldwide. The mouse. The mouse. That's what it's going to be called. Mouse TV. Mouse TV. <laughs> wow. Wouldn't that be interesting? You get good reception because it's oh no, it's got mousey. You, rab- you don't have the ears anymore. Not rabbit ears. Yeah, it's got mouse ears. No. <laughs> no, only pick up that at Easter. Oh, nice. Yeah. I love that. Um, <laughs> so uh, Logies. Yep. Tom Gleeson won the gold leg. I did see that. Um, I don't think I've ever watched any of his stand-up, to be honest. I've watched Hard Quiz, which yep. I find is, you know, I get it. That is the one that it. it is actually a hard quiz, isn't it? Oh, that's oh what it's yeah, the, that. the questions are hard. Yep. Um, and he he plays the angry ranger quite well. I think he's gotten a lot of people offside when he basically stood up to accept his gold logie and said the logies are a joke. Yeah. And everyone just needs to calm the fuck down. Um, what but the I, reason he won, though. Was because he petitioned he for petitioned it. He petitioned for it. Exactly right. And he sucked the media in and got people to vote. Yep. So you can buy a logie. Mm. Well, effectively, you can you can <laughs> Donald Trump a logie. He did say, though, that he was he's not trying to take away from the fact that people won logies through wonderful television. No. And getting meaningful television across that have really had an effect on people's lives and try to bring things to the forefront. Yes. He's I not think, taking away from that. No. What I think he's doing is saying the way that people get Logies is flawed because it's a popularity contest mm-hmm. um, that can be fixed. The fix can be put in. Whereas if you look at someone like uh, the Oscars maybe, where, it's, where you're voted by your peers, by the Academy. Yep. Even that can be... You Look, know. it can be, but you're not going to get Joe Bob voting 100,000 times on his phone, though. No. For Brad Pitt to win the Academy Award for Disney's new movie, Mickey Mouse, The Years, and more. Best shirt off men of the year. <laughs> so, whereas when it's appears, they've obviously got one vote each, and that's it. I believe so, yes. But I think they do get lobbied quite heavily. So and then and then people don't get an Academy Award for something that they think they should have, so they get given it for something else. Which people go, oh, "That was a bit shit." <laughs> Why'd you give it to them for that? Yep. Because they're paying you back for the one they didn't give you earlier. Because they didn't realise the movie had only come out a couple of months, and they didn't realise it was going to be such a massive hit, or it was you know going to be such a significant film. Yep. They go, "Oh shit, we made a mistake there." And then you get posthumous votes for Heath Ledger, for example, who once again great performance. No question about it, but fuck if if Endgame <laughs> does not get all the awards for yeah. best score, cinematography, fucking costumes, C- like there's CGI, acting, directing, fucking the writers, my goodness, to be able to put all those big characters in I know, one it's film, phenomenal. But it won't because it's a superhero film, exactly, which is stupid. Mm. It'll be something like. Bridges over Madison County or something. Probably. And I'm not shitting on that film either. I just That was the first thing that came to my <laughs> just mind. Just because it's big budget and it's pop culture, it's ignored on the big stage when it comes to awards. But one should imagine, if your film makes $1.3 billion in its first two weeks, people might like it. 
<laughs> like there could be something to it. True. But I'll tell you what, the um like the Teen Choice Awards and that kind of stuff for movies, I reckon that'll smash it out. Oh, that's gonna go bunto. That's the market. That shit crazy. Mm. Yeah, so I think the good people at uh Disney are going to be quite happy with the outcome, even if they don't pick up a um, Logie fucking Logie. Oscar. <laughs> Imagine that. I didn't even realise the Logie's revenue still going. They are. I just don't think anyone cares anymore. Mm. And maybe because we don't watch free-to-air TV. Maybe. Because if you're watching free-to-air TV, I guarantee you each one of those stations would have been ads for their celebrity. Oh, probably. Who wanted to get out of there. You know, ring up now and vote for... Fucking Lisa McCune, <laughs> who hasn't been in Blue Heelers for 20 years. But vote for her anyway. Yeah, Gary vote. Sweet for Water Rats. Vote for Princess Di. It's her birthday. Hooray! <laughs> That's so sad that my TV reference is Lisa McCune and Gary Sweet. An interesting one that I didn't know. Yes. I didn't know that Neighbours was still going. Yeah, that's never going to end. The only reason I know it's still going is because yes. the local Bernie girl is actually on there now. Yeah. Um, that's the only reason I know. When I was seeing she'd been selected and cast as a character, I thought, is that still happening? Neighbours? Ramsey yeah. Street? I knew Home and Away. It's because people were still, you know, your, your lonely housewives get all wet over Home and Away. They go nuts. Do they oh, now? they go nuts. Big shout out to the lonely housewives. <laughs> they love it. They, <laughs> <laughs> they, they watch Home and Away and listen to Lewis Picardi and they cry through both of them. A <laughs> <Yeah>. oh, fucking <laughs> Lewis Capaldi. Fuck you very much, by the way, Troy Barnes. What? Okay, so I'm there this week, and I've done some cabling at home. Okay. Um, You're doing manly things again. I was doing manly things. Fucking so Just stop it. All I did was change where the TV outlet was from one wall, took it up into the ceiling, and then ran it down another wall. Yep, very manly. And then did the same thing for the telephone outlet, because it was on one wall, which was not where we wanted it to be. We wanted it to be on a different wall, so we could put the modem and, and the router and all that kind of stuff there. And then I had to run some, cut some land cable, run some land cable and and patch that up and all that kind of stuff, which is stuff I've done before. It's fucking not wizardry or anything yep. like that. Okay. Not after not kudos for that. But I'm setting up the, because we were running off laptops because they have Wi-Fi. The desktop didn't have Wi-Fi. Right. Because um, it was a bit old school. But it, it serves a purpose when the kids want to jump on um, and do some of their homework and all that kind of stuff. Speaking of old school, mm. I saw something this week and I'd forgotten. Mm. Do you remember when... Mices, mouses, you know, the one you use on your mouse. hand when you're with a computer. When, when you have more than one, though, are they mouses or are they mice? I don't think mouses. they're mice. Yeah, mouses. They used to have a ball in them. Yes, they did. I forgot completely about that. And you had to take the ball out and clean, and clean the goop out. Yeah, I completely forgot because now it's always light. Yeah, dark light. Yeah, air. it's funny what you forget. True story. Anyway, moving on. You said old you, school. Because you had mouse with a tail and balls. There you go. Kids today don't even know what a mouse is like without a tail and balls. Like they just, that's their thing. Anyway, okay. so I hooked up the PC, and the PC itself doesn't come with inbuilt speakers. And what it does, it's really a she little speaker. So I have external speakers for it. Oh, it's, it's not much. It's just a little portable. Anyway, fucking that's not don't talk story. it down. It sounds amazing, Joe. Yeah, really, actually, it really is. I Fantastic. was quite happy when I purchased it, mm. but I wanted to make sure it was working. Everything was working tickety-boo before the kids and the wife came home. So I fired up the PC and that was all working fine. And I thought, oh, I'll just test out the speaker and see how that connection's going because it's a wide connection. It's not wireless, not mm-hmm. Bluetooth or anything like that. Brought up the old YouTube and I thought, oh, fucking, I haven't watched that 
Louis Capaldi song. The one which has actually got the doctor in it. Correct. Peter Capaldi. Peter Capaldi. Mm. So I put that on. There I am, a minute and a half in, just <laughs> weeping, uh, going, uh, fuck you, Troy. It's a, a, it's a fucking great song. It's a great song. B, it's an amazing film clip. Oh, abs- fuck, Peter Capaldi is tits. Like, he is brilliant. He just is. I, I think I said to you before when we watched it, and this was probably a month or more ago now. Oh, even probably a month, yeah. Um, Within a heartbeat. Uh, see what I did there? <laughs> of when it came out. Yeah. But I remember saying then that I could stare at that man's face forever. It's like he's got, it's like his face tells a story. Yeah, 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 absolutely. It's just, you want him as someone in your family. Just so yeah. you can talk to him and get stories. Oh, fuck. Just, I want to be a Capaldi. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be a Capaldi. <laughs> yeah, and so I watched that and had a bit of a cry yeah. and then realized that that was just, just a bit sad. Have you seen any of the social media that Lewis Capaldi does? Oh, I've only seen a couple, and they are hilarious. He's mental, especially He's, his tracksuit. <laughs> he um, he he doesn't hide from the fact that he is just an overweight, yes, um, ginge, ginge, um, strange ass, unpopular Scotsman. <laughs> um, he doesn't hide from that at all, and, and like he's gained all this fame, and he hasn't tried to call up. He's gone quirkier than ever. He loves his sunglasses. Oh, a lot of money in sunglasses sometimes. Like his weird glasses. Just- <laughs> He just wears weird shit. Um, on he's playing at the moment at some huge festival, Glastonbury um, or something. Yeah, it might have been that, and I think it must be Liam Gallagher. Yes, Noel's uh, brother. Yeah, had a. <laughs> I'm pretty positive it was Liam, not Noel. I think pretty positive. Yes. Um, come on uh, an interview somewhere and said, you know, who the fuck is this Lewis Capaldi? Like, yeah. Fucking as if you know what the hell's happened to music? Yes. And Lewis Capaldi's then come out with a fucking t-shirt with a big love heart on it. Yes. With fucking Liam's face on it. <laughs> And plays a video of the inter- of the interview behind on the big screen yes. about him saying, you know, who the fuck is Lewis Capaldi? Like just Oh, that's brilliant. And it's just great. He just took the piss out of the whole thing. Get on board, <laughs> Roadies. That's you know what, that's what we're gonna leave you this week. Follow him on Instagram and Facebook. Just do it. He will make you laugh. Do yourself a favor, lose yourself for an hour on YouTube with Lewis Capaldi. Yep. And I guarantee you also will want to be a Capaldi. There you go. And on that, I'm Joe. I'm Troy Capaldi. (laughs) I'm Joe Capaldi, and we are the Capaldi Road Boys. (laughs) Well, we wish we were. Oh, don't we ever. (laughs)